We are so thrilled to be partnering with Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. As you all know, I'm a huge Hinge advocate as I met my partner of almost three years on the app. Even before meeting him, Hinge was always my go-to app because I met more relationship-minded people here and had some great dates. Clearly, I haven't been on the app for a little while, but I re-downloaded it to check out some of the new features. One that stood out to me was the voice prompt, my best friend's take on why you should date me, where your friend can hype you up. Not only does this make the profile creation less daunting, but it's not always easy to see your own green flags. So to test it out, I asked UA some fun prompts to get her take on what I could put if I was dating again. So the first one, how long have we known each other? What was your first impression of me and how has that changed? Julie and I have known each other for almost 10 years. My first impression of Julie was that she's very social, but I've learned that she has a lot more depth to her beyond the social butterfly that she is. My next prompt, what do you think are my green flags? I would say she's deeply loyal. She believes in love, curious mindset, and she is fearlessly ambitious. And then last but not least, what kind of friend am I? Julie is the kind of friend who will always have your back, no matter what. Damn, that feels nice to hear. So download Hinge and try voice prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. The Dateable Podcast is an insider's look into modern dating that the Huffington Post calls one of the top 10 podcasts about love and sex. On each episode, we'll talk to real daters about everything from sex parties to sex droughts, date fails to diaper fetishes, and first moves to first loves. I'm your host, USU, former dating coach turned dating sociologist. You'll also hear from my co-host and producer, Julie Kraftchik, as we explore this crazy dateable world. Happy brunching. Welcome to Brunch Talk by the Dateable Podcast. We are here to answer your burning dating questions that are just really annoying you. We all have those questions. They're like, I just need this answered. Yes. And we're going to get into the one today in a minute. But this one, I think, is an aggravating one. Aggravating. I've spent many times deciphering this, decoding it, hashing it out over hash browns at brunch. And... (laughs) Hashing it out over hash That should be a slogan. That should be our name of our next show. Yeah. (laughs) That's like a good like TV segment. Hashing it out over hash browns. Yeah. But that is brunch talk. I feel like that is exactly why you bring your dating woes to brunch in the first place. There's just like this texting graveyard of all the texts we've gotten that we've tried to analyze over and over again that no longer serve us and really don't matter in the grand scheme of things. Like we should dig through that graveyard. That's what half of dating is, is digging through all the texts and trying to figure out what they mean. I feel like, you know, we might as well just get into this one because we could sit and talk about brunch all day, but this question's just so top of mind, so good. We might as well just do it. Let us know. Know if this has ever happened to you. The question is, why do they keep texting, but don't ask me out on a date? Okay. And our listener wrote in and said, I went on a couple great dates with this guy and he's constantly texting me, but he never wants to make plans. In fact, when I bring up hanging out, he seems to dodge the question or always seems to be busy. If he's not interested, why even text at all? We can sit here for hours and try to figure out all the different scenarios of why someone keeps texting you and they don't ask you out. But okay, here's the thing. If you want to see them, why not just ask them out? Or 
or ask, I feel like we've been texting quite a bit. I think it's time to take this off texting and meet in person. You take control of the conversation. You take control of your love life. There is absolutely nothing productive about us trying to figure out why this person only texts. I was reading this, this person is trying, whether they're coming flat out and asking versus more Mm -hmm. being a little coy about it. We don't know that. So I agree. If you're not being direct, maybe be direct. But if you are being direct and they're still dodging you, then one word, validation. That's what they're doing. They just want to see if you're going to text back. They want you there. Maybe they have someone else that's the front runner and they still want to know that they have another option. You don't want that. And it almost doesn't matter what the reason is. So I agree. It's like, how explicit have you been? Yeah, it's really annoying to have to like always be the one to ask to do something. If you're dropping hints and no one's picking up on them, I could see the frustration, but maybe see like, have I exhausted what I can control? If the Mm -hmm. answer is yes, then say like, do I want to like waste my time talking to this person? Or do I even want to exert any energy talking to this person that clearly isn't prioritizing me? I feel like there's nothing more annoying than someone trying to build their fan club. Oh, yeah. I swear, like half the people on dating apps are just trying to find more fans. Yeah. And they don't really actually want to meet up with anybody. They just want to feel good about themselves because they're probably in a relationship or they're (laughs) still trying to get out of a relationship. Who knows? We don't know their situation, but it's like you can tell someone's intentions. And I wish we can date with more intentionality versus trying to read people's minds. If we can Mm -hmm. get to the root of like why someone keeps texting you, you just have to think, what is their intention here? Are they intending to get to know me better? Some people, maybe their intentions are, they just move a little slower. That's okay. But that needs to be communicated. Otherwise, you just drive people mad. That's a really good point too. You know, I'm not saying that you want to be there if someone's never around, but like if they are traveling, for instance, that's very different than if they're in your hometown, they're clearly not prioritizing plans. Whether that person is still available for a relationship, we don't know, but at least the intention isn't I'm just going to text you with no follow through at all. Like there's external reasons I can't make it happen. So I do think asking what is going on in this situation, I remember having someone like this and it was beyond frustrating. And I would definitely Mm -hmm. like ask, maybe I wasn't explicit in asking them out, but I would always be like, what are you up to on Friday? Or like, what are you up to this weekend? Like trying to get it going. And they'd always be like, oh, I'm going to this bar. And like, they'd invite me to go to the bar, but like never- make a plan. No, no. So I think, yeah, I think it was just like minimal effort wanted to be put in, whether they needed the fan club or they just were lazy. Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, who cares? Like, that's not who you want to surround yourself with. Do you want to be in a relationship with someone like that? You can't even make fucking plans with them. (laughs) How can you be in a relationship with them? I spoke to a friend last night and she told me something so refreshing. She just recently started seeing this guy. They've been on two dates. It's been a while since they've actually made plans for the third date, but he's communicating along the way why it's taking a while. He's saying, yeah. work is really crazy. My intentions are to see you again. I would love to see you again. I'm just not 100% this week, but my goal is to make plans with you next Thursday. That's perfect. Yeah. Right? 
keep people in the loop. Maybe it takes a while to actually see each other in person, but at least your anxiety is not getting to the best of you, wondering what is happening. He is making it very clear his intentions are to see you again. I'm thinking back to this guy that I was thinking about, and it was really annoying because he was constantly texting. Because like this Mm. listener points out, it doesn't make sense. You think (sighs) if they just didn't like me, they wouldn't even waste the time at all, right? And what are they getting from this texting? That's the other question. But I think there are reasons that people maybe text when they can't do other plans. But also, if you're spending hours texting, couldn't you just meet up at that point? Like, that's the part that would frustrate me. Like, I think what your story with your friend, if you're dropping them every now and then, but not necessarily these full on engagements without any indication to future plans, that's very different, in my opinion. Yes, I've had so many text exchanges where (laughs) someone's like, oh, we should do that sometime. We should check out this place sometime. Oh, I walked by this restaurant. We should check that out sometime. It's so vague. It gives you this ounce of hope. And then you step back and you question, well, was that an invite? Is that, are we hanging out? And then if you play coy, it goes nowhere. You're just like, are making these fictional plans. Are you going to meet in VR or something? (laughs) Like, we're going to meet at this virtual cafe. But it's just so weird when people do that. And you kind of almost have to call them out. You know, you have to say, okay, is that an invite? Are we making this happen? I remember it was really awkward because I'm like, do I break up with this person? It's not like we're dating, right? Like they're not even asking me on dates, yet they're constantly texting me. And it's borderline annoying at this point, right? Because you have other stuff to do and you don't want, I mean, especially if you like the person, like you don't want your headspace to be taken by this person that clearly isn't really giving you what you want. So it almost feels like you should say something, but it's also really awkward because, you know, I think you can just say like, hey, I'm looking for a relationship that I see the person, we get to know each other. This clearly isn't it for whatever reason. Like, I'm down to meet up again. But if not, I don't want to keep texting. And that's saying a lot coming from Julie because Julie loves texting. And if she's like, yo, you know what? You are texting way too much. I don't want to text with people I don't meet up in person with. Like, I love texting (laughs) with my friends and my partner and people I'm dating that I'm also seeing in real life. Like, I don't need like a virtual pen pal. Like, that I don't need. I have enough people to text. Yes. yes, you do. The pen pal mode is so frustrating to me. I've heard people tell me, oh, I've been seeing this person. We've been texting for a few weeks now. And I'm like, no, you're not seeing this person. Yeah. If it's just a texting relationship, no. it's not. you're not seeing each other. Let's stop pretending that that is something. Yes, you're building rapport possibly. But isn't yeah. the goal of a relationship is to be yeah. in like in real life physical connection, not just the virtual. There was someone I was talking to before my partner, like around the same time, like a little before I met him. And this guy was like a VC. So he was like super busy, you know, but Mm. every night Mm -hmm. would text me and we get like flirtatious, but I never met him, never met him in person. It was one of those things that he was just always too busy. And I'm like, something isn't adding up here. Like all your words are like how bad you want to meet up and see each other but you can't make it happen ever. Like that seems really weird to me. Either you've got a wife and kids. Yep. You're not telling me or you're purely just doing this for validation. I think that's a cautionary tale. (laughs) 
if you feel like something's not adding up, trust your gut because something's probably not adding up. They're hiding something from you, especially those that are constantly texting you and then casually asking you to hang out with them on their schedule. Oh, yeah. I'm going to the spa. Do you want to hang out? Right. Those types of texts are very much (laughs) warning signs because they're not making space for you. So therefore, what is going on in their life that is very suspicious? Or they're just a lazy dater and like not ready to make the room for you. Like there's been some guys that I've had this happen with. Like that guy I was mentioning earlier, I don't think he had a wife and kids. Like I really don't. The (laughs) one that was like always texting me. I think he was just an overgrown frat boy that just prioritized hanging out with the bros and like doing stuff than dating at the time. Mm. You know, now Mm. he's married with a kid and clearly like made his wife now a priority. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. either there wasn't the feeling with me or he just wasn't at the stage to make it a priority. That being said, whatever the reason was, like you don't need to spend the time texting this person, you know? No, it doesn't matter. Pulling you away from someone that wants to make the time to see you. It just means they're not the right person for you. Exactly. Have you been guilty of this? Have you texted someone? No. No intentions of meeting up with them? (laughs) No. I mean, I just don't have time to do that. I don't know. That's why, like, it never made sense, especially that guy, the VC guy that was claiming to be so busy. I'm like, if you're so busy, wouldn't it actually be more time effective to just meet me once? Yeah. And decide if there was a connection than to spend all these hours texting someone you don't even know? Doesn't make any sense to me at all. No. Have you? Is the league still around? I just thought of this. <laughs> yeah, is it is. Do I know. Still I still use it. I don't hear that many people talking about it this day and age, but I did see an ad on TikTok the other day. Really? Okay, so yeah. they're still around. They're still around. I remember meeting this guy on the league, and this was in New York. I did not know how old he was. I just assumed he was my age. I don't know why I didn't know how old he was. He took me to a really nice steakhouse and revealed that he was only 19. He was an what? intern at the league. Yes. What? And I was like 28 or 29 at the time. How did I so not? Like, Wait, What? <laughs> He was 19, Julie. He was 19. He couldn't even order alcohol. Oh, my But he took God. me to this really nice steakhouse because I think he thought, oh, I'm dating this older woman. I should take oh, her to a nice steakhouse. Oh, my God. He was legit the youngest person there. And everyone was probably like, that's my grandkid's age. So we had this, like, really cute meal, not in an attraction <laughs> kind of way, but it's like I was learning about he was, like, going to NYU and he was an intern oh at the league. We were learning a lot. And then after this date, when you would call it a date. I would say it was your a, babysitting expedition. Yeah, ba- <laughs> it was your babysitting a, yes. job. Yeah, I was paid to babysit for the night, or I was given a meal pay, to babysit stake. for the night, yeah. <laughs> or uh, enrichment. You know, like he's earning credits for his yeah. internship. Yeah, it was like it was like that. <laughs> Learning on the job, and after the date, I just kept texting him. Not that I wanted to hang out with him again, because I want to get the ins and outs of the league. I want to oh know what's happening behind oh the scenes. Oh my god. And he was also like, oh, well, after I'm done with midterms, we should hang out again. I'm like, great. But what is the algorithm? Oh, Tell my me God. More. You're so funny. You're like, how do I get <laughs> off the wait list? Can you bump me ahead? I was his his aunt, you know, I like I felt like I was like the aunt that he probably fantasized about. Which oh, is my God. I can't that. believe I've never heard this story until now. <laughs> Julie, he showed up and I was like, how 
old is this guy? He looked way <laughs> older in his photos. And in his photos, he was like, oh, I'm part of a rugby club. I didn't realize it was oh like my rugby God. team. College. Yeah. In college. <laughs> The guy was 19. So I had oh no intentions God. of ever hanging out with him again. But again, you know, it shows my intention was trying right. to get information right. out of him and not to hang out. Well, before we get into it more, I definitely need to hold for a pause right this minute so we can hear from one of our sponsors. This episode is sponsored by Via. We all know there are things that can help set the mood in the bedroom, but did you know a little THC could also do that? Yes, Via has developed a unique blend of pleasure-enhancing cannabinoids, libido-strengthening herbs, and a low dose of THC all into one mind-blowing gummy called High Love. This gummy, wow, it will awaken your senses, increase blood flow, and intensify any sexual experience. I've been pleasantly surprised by the High Love gummies because it is just the right amount of THC. THC for me to have a good time without feeling sleepy. And hey, if THC is not your thing, Via also offers a wide array of other gummies without it. And everything legally ships in 50 states with discreet packaging directly to your door. So if you're over 21, you can get 15% off and a free pack of award-winning Dreams THC plus CBN sleep gummies with our exclusive code DATEABLE at ViaHemp.com. That's V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com. Let the gummies work their magic. Head to ViaHemp.com and use the code DATEABLE to receive 15% off and one free sample of their sleepy dream gummies. That's ViaHemp.com and use the code D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E at checkout. Take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from ViaHemp. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. We are so excited to share with you our new podcast, Exit Interview. Dates don't usually end with a satisfaction survey, and yet we rate everything in our lives, from Uber drivers to local coffee shops. So why don't we do the same thing when dating? We're here to conduct the ultimate romance review, featuring daters hungry for love who have agreed to call up old flames to gather honest feedback. Welcome to Exit Interview. He upgraded himself to business class while I was in economy. <laughs> Wait, wow. What? <laughs> There's feedback that will make you cringe. She could be a little bit hard-headed, like not reading the writing on the wall. And feedback that will make you swoon. But she said that she had feelings for you. I had no idea. Really? <laughs> and maybe you'll learn a thing or two yourself about how you can be a better dater, lover, or partner. Obviously, like, Nina's going to learn something. I didn't expect this. Welcome to Exit Interview. Listen to Exit Interview on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We've established that you have done this before because you're trying to get insider info. Has anyone done this to you that they've kind of kept you on the hook? A shit ton. I feel like a shit ton of people I've matched with on dating apps. (laughs) It's like hot and heavy in the beginning. You're just like texting back and forth as witty and it's like all this banter. And then it just keeps going. And then you're like, how much wittier can we get? 
This is just getting very exhausting. Texting gets very exhausting when you're texting someone you don't know. And I think it depends on the stage too. Like if you're on the dating app stage and you're texting them and it doesn't seem to ever be going into a date, I think you can just say something like, hey, I feel like this conversation would be better for in person. Yeah. Do you want to meet up sometime? Yeah. Or do you want to meet up if you want to even be more bold next week? What days work for you? That's what I would do. And if they weren't receptive, then you cut it because like there's only so much longer you can talk to a complete stranger, right? Like someone you've never met before. I think the one to two date ones, those are a little trickier. But at the same time, it's like we don't know each other that well. Why can't this move? I mean, if you want to be a little more empathetic, you could even say like, hey, is there something going on in your life right now that's causing you not to be able to meet? up mm-hmm. like I was really down to keep getting to know you but it seems like for whatever reason we're not on the same page with that like it doesn't need right. to be confrontational but I think not being afraid to ask it is gonna save a lot of time for you than just getting wrapped up and you know we always say like relationships aren't a waste of time and dating isn't a waste of time but I do feel like texting someone you barely know actually oh, that's is a, a waste, waste of time a hundred percent waste of time there's no growth that's happening from that all you're doing is like going back on small talk and banter and it's like for what nothing (laughs) but it goes back to what we were saying earlier too some people have different timelines of how comfortable they are in meeting up in person i would say the onus is on them to communicate that but some people cannot communicate that so it is good to come from a place of empathy and say i really enjoyed our conversations over text i like to meet up in person how comfortable are you with that so at least you can make it more of a discussion as opposed to like pointing fingers right as long as you're approaching it in not a confrontational way there's nothing wrong with this and Even if this person, I've definitely had these people that want to talk for two weeks on the apps. That's Mm -hmm. your prerogative if that's how you feel. But also, like, if you internally want to meet up quicker, I personally Mm -hmm. did not have the time to talk to someone for two weeks. Like, Mm -hmm. I didn't. And it's like, I also knew the limitations of dating apps, that they're a great intro, but there's only Mm -hmm. so much you can glean from texting and messaging and all that. So in my opinion, let's meet up. I don't want to meet up with anyone and everyone, but as soon as we have enough of that rapport and connection that it makes sense to meet up, let's meet up. So you have to also know your own internal timelines and see like, is this someone I can compromise with? Are we just not a fit? Like all of that. My guy friend just showed me his apps and there's been a few women he's been talking to for over six months why? And I was it's scrolling like, through these messages and he <laughs> likes plants. He likes to talk about plants. So it was all conversations about what plants they have, how oh to take care God. of them. This one woman, all their exchanges were about plants. <laughs> and I asked him straight up, I was like, it's been six months. Your first message was six months ago. She hasn't said anything about meeting up. You haven't mentioned no, about meeting terrible. up. No, it's terrible. Why haven't you asked her out? And he said, well, she lives a little far. Then why are you talking to her? By the way, Mm. how much time it would take to drive, you're wasting that time with the text messaging. It doesn't make any sense. And 
I can see why, because he's building his fan club on the apps. There were a few women he was more interested in, so he did ask them out. But this woman, he found an excuse, but he liked the fact that she was still interested. Yeah. Yeah, she was still around, still interested, providing value in in the form of plant (laughs) knowledge. I don't even know, but I was like, I want to shake this woman and say, what are you doing? And I shook him, but I was like... I want to shake you. <laughs> what are you doing? I was going to say, you need to on... shake him also, for sure. Like, both of them need to be shaken. Both of them yes. needed, needed some major shaking. But I also want to be like, there are so many Facebook groups on plants. Oh, my God. Yes. Go in those Facebook groups. And I mean, we don't know. She might have had, he was maybe at the bottom of her list, too. Like, we don't True. really know what she was doing. But at the end of the day, I think the question is like, what value is this bringing for both of you? If you truly can say, this is enough value for me, I would go on a whim that most daters, especially the ones that are writing it about this, do not believe this is enough value. But if you could truly say, I am getting my cup filled by talking about plants to someone I will never ever see in my life, pretty much, go for it. That's probably not the case. Most likely not the case. (laughs) If it is, then maybe there is a larger issue here of why do I not have other friends and family members and people in my circle that I actually see yeah. that I can talk to this stuff about. Just say. Just say. Yeah. Like if you're Have that lonely people. that you're embracing internet strangers, there's a larger issue, I think. And that's not yeah. fixed through dating. Yeah. Again, we're just in such a weird time right now. Remember when internet first came out? <laughs> People had pen pals on the internet. I remember messaging strangers all the time because I just thought it was cool that I could be connecting with people I didn't know. Then you have things like chat roulette where you can just connect with people globally that you don't know. But if you're on dating apps is a different intention. That's not about connecting with strangers. It's about meeting people. Also, we were in a global pandemic and people figured out how to meet. We found new creative ways to meet in person in the height of the global pandemic in a way that was safe. Someone can meet with you. It's not that difficult. It's not that difficult. Pending they want to. And if they don't want to, you don't want to at the end of the day. Yes. Yes. I think that completely answers the question. At the end of the day, it comes back to you. Are you getting value from this situation? Mm -hmm. Are you moving it along as much as you can? If not, what else can you do? If so, like, is this even someone you want to engage with? That's the question right there. Right. Okay. Fabulous. Thank you for that question. Thank you, all of you, for sending in your questions. (laughs) The texting ones are always good. We we have more of these texting ones coming up. (laughs) But if you want to ask us a question, send us your questions by emailing us, hello at datablepodcast.com, or you can DM us on social media at datablepodcast. That's our handle. We read all of them, and we are going to answer all of them, damn it. (laughs) All of them. Okay. We'll see you next week. Happy brunching. Bye. The Dateable Podcast is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts. Want to continue the conversation? First, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter with the handle at Dateable Podcast. Tag us in any post with the hashtag stay dateable and trust us, we look at all those posts. Then head over to our website, datablepodcast.com. There you'll find all the episodes as well as articles, videos, and our coaching service with vetted industry experts. You can also find our premium Y series where we dissect, analyze, and offer solutions to some of the most common dating conundrums. We're also downloadable for free on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Overcast, Stitcher Radio, and other podcast platforms. 
platforms. Your feedback is valuable to us, so don't forget to leave us a review. And most importantly, remember to stay dateable. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.